Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome back to the First Cup Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Kyle Porter. I'm Chip Patterson. And the 2018-19 PGA Tour season is in the books. Uh, the Tour Championship came down to Rory McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, three players all in the mix. Rory outlasts both of them. We've got a lot to get to from this. Uh, we were on CBS Sports HQ, Kyle, just talking about this. So in the in the time that has passed, and as you know, Rory Rory's gotten to talk about. It, he's like, yeah, I'm tired, but I'm gonna celebrate himself. So so should we like start with a toast of some sorts? Because you got to know that Rory, Harry Diamond, and all of his finest lads are gonna be enjoying their uh, their time in Atlanta tonight as uh, they it, celebrate the tour championship. One of my favorite things about covering golf has been the evolution of uh, Rory's celebratory drinks. So when I first started covering it, it was, uh, it was, it was Jaeger bombs, right? It was, it was 23 year old Rory just, uh, you know, getting after it following an, an open championship and, um, you know, some of his major wins and then it, then it kind of evolved. And now I imagine they're drinking, you know, a couple of bottles of wine that are probably more than our salaries, probably. I would say for a, for a year. And, uh, yeah, you know, you can do that after you win 15 mil in a tournament. Well, the, all right. So when Rory has his, and again, we've, we've got a lot to get to here. Uh, you know, the, the Brooks Kepka performance on Sunday, you know, what, what to make of it? Does it mean anything? You know, I, I will come out and say that, you know, spoiler alert, we're both still uh, Team Brooks on this player of the year debate. I don't think it's much of a debate. I want to celebrate Rory outside of the context of that conversation. Uh, do you think that whatever Harry Diamond said to Rory on the 18th green was some joke about a caddy's cut? Yes. Yeah, it had to be, I, right? I saw the I, interaction and I saw Rory's re- <laughs> I saw Rory's reaction and his laugh wasn't like a I mean it was like a cackle. It was like me right now. Yeah, right. Like it was. But I can't. I can't believe you said that because that's exactly what I was thinking after they hugged. the The whole thing, and and it was it was weird, right? Because you're sort of contrasting it to last year, and last year is this like culmination of so many different things, mm-hmm. just kind of con- converging at the same time. And this year, I mean, look, nobody's gonna like. I'm I'm about to just defend the hell out of Rory's 2019 season, but it it was it didn't feel like a huge deal on the 18th green, right? Very very soft Rory chanting. Uh, everyone like the the rush of the fans was less about who was on the green and more about the thrill of being the fan that gets <laughs> to rush, right? But but like it's funny that you said that because that's exactly what I was thinking about the because and what I'm getting at is that that exchange between him and Harry Diamond kind of stood out 
I guess, like amid all of it. And there, there's no doubt that there was a, it was some comment about, I mean, look, I tweeted it out. 10% Harry Diamond baby. Almost, <laughs> t- Harry, Harry Diamond almost surpassed Jordan Spieth on the uh, 2019 earnings list. <laughs> did you not see that? No, I did. It's like both around 2.5 or 2.6 mil, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, Harry, yeah, so, Harry I, had on, to I'm, drop that. Oh, go ahead. I got it right here. It's uh, so Spieth, and I, I factored in FedEx Cup bonuses. So Spieth's FedEx Cup bonus was like one hundred and fifty-one thousand for finishing forty-fourth in forty-fourth place. So Spieth earned two point two nine mil, and Harry Diamond I did five seven ten in terms of percentage. So five percent for a made cut, seven percent for a top ten, which was almost every tournament, and then ten percent for a win. And he was two point one five mil. So. Speed clipped him by uh, what is that? Uh, like a hundred, not even a hundred thousand. And that's and that's not including whatever gets picked up or whatever gets tossed around tonight as they uh, as they're out celebrating. So you're absolutely right, and it was interesting too, right? The way that Rory mentioned uh, last year's tour championship, and how about the fact that in my memory of it, Rory's not even there. I mean, I've, I, they replayed some of last year's tour championship during the weather delay on sun, on Saturday. And I even just sort of you know, catching it out of the corner of my eye, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Rory was in the final group with Tiger. I totally forgot that he was there. And then to hear him address that after the round uh, talking on NBC, I was like, wow. So, so there really is a little bit of... Uh, full circle, you know, he feels as though all the work that has been put in, all the steps forward, the success that has been there uh, with improved play in a statistically historic season in 2019, he is back where he finished last year. The fans are rushing the fairway, but instead of him being, uh, you know, just kind of walking it in and playing out the string after a poor performance, he he did one of the things that Rory McIlroy loves to do. I think Rory McIlroy's favorite game to play with the lads is hide and seek because he just ran away from everyone and hid and no one could catch him. Yeah. Did you see what he said, by the way, about Tiger last year? Um, about how he was happy for him. Wait. Uh, no, he's, no he, he was – this was with uh, – I think it was Steve Sands on Golf Channel. And he was like, look, everybody loved the Tiger thing. He's like, I didn't really love it. He was like, I played really bad. And – he, you know, I, I think it's interesting because you look at sort of this evolution of, of Rory. And so, so let's, let's take it and we're just, we're basically going to talk about Rory the whole time, but take it back to, take it back to 14 and he finishes first in strokes gain. He wins three major or he wins two majors. He wins three events in a row. So he's first in strokes gain. So just, just a, you know, kind of an all time year, like just unbelievable. And then 15, he doesn't, uh, he didn't play enough to qualify for strokes gain, but he finished well below where he was in 14, 16. He was fourth in strokes gained, but 1.7. That's a really good number. But for him, like he was 2.2 and 14. So kind of fallen off 17. He was 17th in strokes gain right at one, which is for him, a just awful. Uh, and then 18 last year, he's ninth at 1.4. And then this year he's at 2.55, which is, as everybody has noted, the the best non-Tiger strokes gained year ever. 
statistically, statistically speaking, this century, since they've been keeping strokes gain, I think it was 04 it started. Nobody's been, nobody's had a better year other than Tiger. Tiger did it. Tiger topped him three times. But I just, here, here's my deal with Rory right now. I, I, fe- I think to get to the level that he's at and maintain that consistency for a season, for a whole season, I mean, 74% top 10 finishes. Uh, you got to want it, right? Like you got to put the work in. Like I, I, I think, I think people look at him and they're like, oh, this is so super talented. He, he smashes driver. I think he's worked a ton to like get to this point where you're like, man, you're kind of maximizing like who you are. And we can talk about the majors and we can do that whole thing. But it, it was, I mean, this was a, I, I do think I don't think it's a great case, but I do think there's a there is a case to be made for him as player of the year. If you had a ballot, do you vote? Do you have a ballot? No way. Do you have a no, ballot? I don't, no, I would vote. I would try to like write in Victor Hovland, and they'd be like, "Well, you're done. You can't you can't vote anymore." Oh man, I don't know if I would be able to handle a Heisman ballot. So I understand that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I, I mean, I would go Kepka. I, I think I think Rory would vote for Kepka. You know, like yeah. I think that, and I think this gets it like, I don't know, man. Like I was thinking about this today. Do we, are we like overvaluing majors? No, because, um, golf is an entertainment sport. Like the, the act of like, in the same way of where, when, when the reason that some of the prize money has gone up is because of the sponsorships and is because of the television packages, then therefore we are dealing with somewhat of an entertainment product. And the thing that draws the most amount of audience and the thing that people get really fired up for are when the stakes are dictated to be higher. And the stakes have been the way that golf has decided that it's going to be packaged and delivered to the audience is that the stakes are never higher than they are at the major championships. And for a game where, as as everybody who tries to play golf and isn't uh, a professional golfer knows, and, and as any golfer knows, so much of that game is played between your ears. And so we want to see certain performances when the stakes are the highest because those sort of pressure-packed moments are the... I mean, you played baseball. I mean, that's the full count, right? Well, it, yeah, and I, I think the point here is like, this is the other thing I was thinking about. If, you, if we turn the simulation on and Brooks and Rory just go play 10,000 holes. So so I think I, I don't think there's anybody that follows golf that is saying anything other than Brooks and Rory are the two best players in the world. Correct. Right? Like Agreed. it's not. Yes. It's not. It's not like a conversation. They, they're the two best players in the world. If you go play 10,000 holes, Rory's smoking him. Like he's just, he's, he's going to beat him. And I think, I think what, what this gets, I think Rory is the best golfer in the world, but the majors become, I mean, here, here's the thing, Chip, they become so much about your emotions and like mentally, like where are you at? And I think Brooks has somehow figured out how to manage his emotions better. He's, he's figured out how to manage his, uh, his mentality in these majors better than than Rory has at least in the last few years does that go on forever probably not nothing goes on forever especially in in this sport but I I just I mean that's the one and it's so ironic right because we talk about Rory being like super self-aware and like 
All the, oh, like, totally yeah. ironic for the player who speaks out about managing for no player who is among the stars is acknowledging, uh, addressing and uh, opening the conversation into emotional intelligence, quite like Rory McIlroy on the PGA tour. Totally. And so it's, it's kind of a cruel twist that that's been the area where I, I think he's struggling. And I think he would say he's struggled, you know, especially, and and maybe poor rush is an outlier, but if that felt, that felt a little emblematic of the last couple of years, but yeah, you turn, you flip the simulation on and, and I think Rory's just roasting everybody. I mean, that's what, that's what the stats tell me anyway. (laughs) Check his synergy numbers, bro. (laughs) Um, all right. So, you, you mentioned the, the mental strength. I will argue that I think that Brooks ejected in the jungle on seven. I think uh, he was, I think he was tired of it. I think he was, he was good. He was like, all right, well, I mean, even after he finished his third round and addressed the, the gaggle, uh, before taking a little break before the fourth round started, he was like, yeah, I mean, of course I want to win, but you know, we'll see. I just, uh, I go out there and try and play. And then on on seven, as he's using all three minutes, I mean, Brooks Kepka doesn't want to spend all three minutes looking for his ball, right? Yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul Isinger was like, it should be five minutes. <laughs> right. And Brooks is like, it should be like thirty seconds, probably. Yeah, like I'm I'm willing to keep marching around here, but I'm really just going to reload my lip and uh, and and just like <laughs> yeah. go to the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, speaking of driving, did you see that like low, like bullet stinger thing that Rory was hitting all day? Um, yeah, I mean, yes, I definitely saw it. I I don't (laughs) think that I took note of it quite like that. I mean, and he's been doing, I I remember Kapalua, he he was hitting it and and I was like, that was the point where I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for golf to be back. And then I saw him hit that and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready. When's the Masters start? (laughs) Uh, He was just, I mean, he did not, he did not miss off the tee today. David Faraday said it was like snow, watching snow fall off a branch. Which I thought was just like I, I I can't even like come up with that like if I'm you know just locked in my shed like you know trying to come up with phrases and he's just on the fly on live television coming up with stuff it's kind of kind of disgusting but I thought that was a really uh, really good way to put it coming up next more thoughts from the action at East Lake on Sunday what it means moving forward next. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that 
needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, first-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, Not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out, viore.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. All right, so you think on the T is where Rory separated himself? Yeah, I mean, T to green, he was awesome. Um, You know, I I think that we haven't given his putting enough credit this year. So he finishes, he finishes 24th on the PGA Tour in putting this year. How good is that? First in driving, uh, 12th in approach shots, 19th around the green and 24th in putting. So he's top, he's top 25 in every category. First tee to green, first strokes gained overall. And uh, I thought it was funny. He said, you know, I, I felt like I could have won more. Um, I don't know where maybe Mexico, he kind of got worked by DJ on Sunday. Uh, he was kind of in it at Riviera he's kind of in it at a lot of places, but I mean, when you've got like 12 top 10, when you have 12 top 10 finishes, you're in it a lot. Do you, here's, here was my question that I was thinking about asking you though. It like, if you look back on 19, it, was it a successful year? And and does he consider it a successful year? Yes, he considers it a successful year because we are still so close to a bunch of what's happening with Rory. Is he working out too much? Uh, the the like, uh, what was it? Was it a Ringer article that came across that as a little bit like, uh, kind of made everybody feel a little bit uneasy? that like maybe we even addressed it here too. I don't mean to call out the outlet in particular, but the, the why hasn't Rory won more was a conversation maybe in 17, early 18. Yeah. Like I just, I, I think that we are so we're still in the very, you know, we're, we're still very close to a time where people were like, has, has Rory already shown us his best golf? And I think that, you know, to, to look at that as, being in the depths and to look at this on the way up, I think Rory McIlroy considers it a successful season. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I just, I don't know. I think you would trade it all for like winning Pebble, right? Or I winning Augusta. I don't know. Again, I just, I, I, I think that, I think that the, the true because it's a matter of flavor, you know, where it's like, would you, would you rather be the dude on one weekend at this one tournament or would you rather just know that your stuff is better than anyone else like would it is like a a personality it's an ice cream flavor it's what do you want and 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 i think that there is a personality that 
is perfectly fine just knowing that if you ran the simulations 10,000 times, you would smoke them. But that's uh, that, that just hasn't been what happened. And this year, especially like, I again, I go, I mentioned it on CBS Sports HQ. I go back to his him acknowledging, he's like, yeah, Brooks got me in Memphis and I kind of wanted to get some revenge here. Like, that's awesome. Like, that is yeah. some really, really cool... You know, for those of us that talk about the sport like this, like to get Brooks and Rory just trying to both get one on each other, and it's not like nasty and it's not fake. Like they both, you know, they they want to go out there and win, and it's uh, I I believe that he would not trade all of his you know finishes because he does seem to be in a place where he can acknowledge that if if you are playing this the in in terms of the long game then uh then then you are doing the right stuff based on the way 2019 went yeah and i and i feel like i i think we're gonna forget about this but i i hope we don't i i think going into 2020 i think the expectation is that rory is this is gonna sound dumb because brooks just finished top five in all four majors but that rory's the best player in the world like i think he i think he is like I think he's just there. Like we've been, we, we've been doing the, the Spieth and DJ and JT and like Brooks at major. And it's like, I, I think it's Rory, you know? And, and I, and I don't know that we've been able to like definitively say that for like looking a long distance into the future for the last five years. Okay. <laughs> What's your what's your counter? What 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 was it? What did that mean? Well, just I mean, it's it is a little predictable, you know that 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 given given the candy, Kyle Porter is just is 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 cuckoo for cocoa puffs, right? I mean, here. I don't I don't know I don't know what to tell you. Look at the numbers. I, <laughs> my argument, uh, my my counter is that I I believe that right now the top tier of golf is too good for us to truly elevate one. And while Rory is uh while Rory statistically has has shown a form that is rare and that is historic, uh, you know, it is still a game where they've got to go out there and they've got to go play it again and you know, his his 2019 has been great, his 2014 was great. Um but there's the, there's a very good chance that in 2020 he will pr- he will probably not replicate his strokes gain numbers in 2020. So what then? Does that mean that he fell off or does that mean that because strokes gained is a measurement against the rest of the field that the field caught up or that the field got better or that the gap has closed just a little bit. They know what is, you know, where does Justin Thomas fit into this? Like where, where does Dustin Johnson fit into this? Are we just giving up on him altogether? I think that the top tier of golf is too loaded and too good for us to sort of push Rory to the front of the pack and feel like we can just set that in cement for some time. Is that the conversation going into Augusta? Sure. Like you and you're right. We start 2020 and it's all about Brooks and Rory, but I'm not like there there are steps that I'm not willing to to continue down the path in terms of our celebration of Rory McIlroy's 2019 season and his tour championship win where I'm I'm also over here being like, "Yeah, but like Let's 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 also realize everyone else that's out here that is going to be competing with him 
uh, in all of these massive tournaments and in these major championships and, and in the Canadian open and in Mexico and, and all the other places where he's going to be too. I, I think that in the, again, if the stat is strokes gained against the field, I think we should acknowledge the field before we, you know, push him out to the front of the pack. Does Rory get to start the players with uh, 10 stroke, like at 10 under? <laughs> how that was so that's the other side of the player of the year debate right is that there could be this inside move where you you acknowledge that the players and the tour championship winner might actually have had the best season well th- there was somebody so uh dylan deshay tweeted at me and said that he he won the uh he won all the all caps tournaments like you know how the players championship is in all capital letters players yeah, <laughs> which I, I I have no idea why that is. I still I don't, I don't know. And the tour championship tour. also. And somebody yeah somebody I I I don't know where it is right now. But somebody tweeted at us and said if he wins the Zozo championship in October, he's he wins the all he wins the caps lock slam. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was so good. But okay, counter to all of this, uh, Rory. And I, look, people are going to be sick of the strokes gain thing. Like it is what it is. Like that, those are this is, these are the numbers that we have. Rory, two point five five strokes gain per round in twenty nineteen. Brooks Koepka, one point three seven. He all, he was almost twice as good as Brooks per round in twenty nineteen. <laughs> twice as good. And, and and look, the, and this is this is the part that I really struggle with because. There's some data that's not in here. Masters isn't in here. I, I think uh, I think the open like U.S. and and uh, Open Championship are not in here because it's PGA Tour stuff only, and that gets at the very thing that we're talking about of like majors against non-majors and whatever. But like, I just I don't I don't know what to do with all this stuff. I, like, I've got all these inputs, and I don't know what to do with them all. I don't know how to sort it all out. Because I think that I think that like just I think Rory McIlroy is better at golf than Brooks Kepka, and yet Brooks is the one that's won four of his last ten majors or whatever the number is, who could have won all four this season, and Rory's the guy who didn't really contend at a major this year, and 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 kind of hasn't in the last five other than like the eighteen Masters, and I just I don't know I don't know what to do with uh, with that reality. I feel angsty. <laughs> you need to release an emo album. <laughs> an emo album of nothing but uh, songs about tra- trying to uh, trying to decipher between greatness among Brooks Kepka and Rory McIlroy. That's what well, you so need. It frustrates me because it doesn't like the way it plays out. And, the, and that's like, to me, this is the fun part of golf is that it doesn't make sense. Right. And, you know, Shea Reve can go out and beat Rory on a weekend at a U.S. Open at Pebble, and you're like, well, what, what is going on? By the way, somebody who I shall not name uh, was trying to we, – we had a kid last week, this week, whatever. I don't know when the kid was born, but she Monday. was born. Monday, thank you. And I was there. One of, <laughs> you, you actually helped deliver the kid. Oh, I pulled the uh, pin. I pulled the pin. <laughs> so we, we, we had a, I had a bib and I pulled the pin. <laughs> we had a girl and someone who's a friend of the pod 
was trying to convince, I haven't told you this, was trying to convince me to name her Aurora and call her <laughs> Dory. <laughs> oh my gosh. He goes, he goes, yeah, it'd be on brand, bro. And I was like, and so whenever the drugs hit my wife, I kind of pitched it like half joking. And she was like, no, why are you, why are you still in here? Just get out of the room. <laughs> go, go handle, go, go get out of here. No, this is, this, this is not a time for you to take advantage of me. Um, it was great. That is fan. That is absolutely fantastic. I just, so my counter with Brooks is that, um, you, saw something this year and because within all of like, let's, let's actually like get into our notes. Like if we were to dump out the notebook, I would argue that where things were separated at the major championships was on uh, a lot like approach shots, right? Like Rory just could not put the ball close enough to the pin to be able to get him uh, in position to get the scores that he needed to go and win. I I feel like, um, you know, looking just sort of if I was to flip back through my running notepad on my laptop where I would just be taking notes or the live blog on cbssports.com, uh, you know, things that we value in terms of like being really just like great ball striker, like great, like, you know, winning golf at the PGA Tour level. There was there was a level that Brooks Kepka hit in the major championships where he was just he was just stuffing it, you know, his, yeah, his yeah. game from what 75 to 150 is pretty spot on. And I, again, anecdotally, I don't have the stats in front of me. I would say that that is one place where Rory McIlroy, among all the things that he does very, very well and has done well this season, that was one place where I would say edge Kepka. Uh, Wait, he edge kept. Wait, say that again. Where I would say like edge kept. Like if I'm doing like who's got the edge oh, in yeah, all the different yeah, areas, yeah. like like the wedge game, like being able to hit those shots into greens, like stuff it, stick it close, like that feels like something that Brooks Kepka has done better than Rory McIlroy in 2019. Yeah, and I think I think where you, where that actually played itself out was strangely in the final round of the Open. Remember when when Kepka like couldn't make a putt, right? Or was, or maybe it was a third round. But he, he like kept hitting it close, kept hitting it close, and you're like, is he, is he really not going to make any putts this week? And he didn't. And so I think that's a good point. And I think it also gets at the broader point of like, there is a difference, and sometimes a big difference between major championship course setup and PGA Tour course setup. And so I think it begs the question, like, does Brooks just have? a wider array of shots and more control over his ball than Rory. And I think that's a legitimate question. Um, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Like, like you said, I, I don't, the, the major, by the way, like why is major data so difficult to like, like I, there's a, there's somewhere where I should be able to go and like get all the major data. That's silly. It's 2019. I, can, I I know like how many times like James Harden like blinked in a NBA game, but I can't figure out like strokes gained off the tee from the majors. I I mean you anyway. got you got to protect your IP. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
but no, I, I think that's a good point. And I think that, I don't know, maybe there's something there about like, maybe, maybe Brooks just has better, better control over his ball on, on some of these faster and firmer, uh, course setups. And now it's time for Stock Up, Stock Down, brought to you by TD Ameritrade, coming off the Tour Championship, taking a look at some stock as we go into a little bit of layoff, then we will be back sooner than you even realize for the 2019-2020 season. Uh, We spent a lot of time talking about uh, Brooks and Rory, so our Stock Up, Stock Down will focus elsewhere from the play at Eastlake. And I want to start with Justin Thomas, because Justin Thomas was able to launch himself to the top of the FedEx Cup standings with a win in the BMW Championship. So uh, it was a little bit disappointing with his third and fourth round. It He was right there, but never really able to uh, get the scores that he needed. What do you see in terms of the stock for JT going into next season? I think it's uh, – I mean, look, like when he was out at uh, – where did he sit out? Wells Fargo and, and Beth Page, yep. like that stretch. Yep. If you would have told him then, like you're going to be top five at the, at the Tour Championship, I mean, I think he takes that, right? Yes. And I just – I don't know. Of course, last week I'm hollering about maybe JT is the best player in the world. And now I'm like, well, Rory might be the best player of all time. So I don't, you know, shouldn't listen to me, but don't listen to the first cut podcast with California. <laughs> yeah, but, but do, but actually do. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know. He, it was weird because this week he kind of flipped what he did well at the BMW so BMW, he didn't drive it that well. He was like very average driving, but he was he gained like 10 strokes on approach shots. And this week was the opposite. Drove it great, couldn't could could not hit anything close. Um but yeah, I'm I'm if anybody's like selling JT stock, I'm I'm purchasing it. Uh what about Xander Shoffley? Stock up, stock down. He goes 64, 69, 67, 70 this week at East Lake to finish solo second. Uh, yeah, uh, stock up for sure. I mean, the thing with Xander, like you want to see it. So he's won, where is he won? He's won, uh, Kapalua tour championship. He won, he won tour championship. So two very small fields. He won, um, HSBC last fall, another small field. Like you kind of want to see like the the like the memorial win, you know, with 144 or 56, whatever it is. I'd like to see a major, but he, I mean, he's so young. Like he's so young, and uh, I just feel like we could just keep forgetting about him. And then he's, I don't know, he's he's awesome. He's really good. Um. All right. What about let's go with Ricky Fowler. Stock up, stock down. He finishes the tour championship T19 at even par 71, 71, 70, 70. Well, I, I don't know if Fowler's stock is either up or down. I just think like, so he finished 14th on the tour in, in uh, strokes gain this year, which is a good number. And that's a number that he sort of finishes at. Like that's sort of who he is. But you start looking around and you're like, is he, is he just going to, I mean, like, does he, I guess my question is like, does Ricky Fowler get a lot better or is this just who he is? And if this is who he is, does he, is he one of the guys that starts looking around and he starts getting lapped a little bit, Mm. you know? And that doesn't like, look, I think he's going to win more. I think he's going to contend at majors more, but I just don't know. 
I don't know how much, I don't know if like this might be the ceiling, right? So you're it's a great ceiling. I, I, I kind of think that, uh, I kind of think that Kyle just called Ricky Fowler, Hunter Mahan. Oh my gosh. Hunter Mahan was great. Hunter Mahan was great. I think Hunter Mahan's been ranked higher than Fowler. I think Hunter Mahan was like fourth in the world. I don't know if Fowler's ever gotten there. But, wow. Um, that's that's about to be the new one. The new question of 2020 is what do do we think that the Ricky party is over? I mean, he is older than Andrew Luck, like I pointed out on Twitter last night. <laughs> uh, all right, what about DJ Dustin Johnson? Uh, 73, 72, 75, 73. And I did not watch much of Thursday, Friday at the tour championship. I will uh, admit that was mostly a score tracking and live blog following situation for me, but I feel like I didn't hear DJ's name and I don't think I saw a DJ swing on the weekend. No, you didn't because I didn't either. Uh, Stock down. What the hell? Like what, (laughs) what happened the second half of the year? So he finished his second at the PGA and doesn't finish inside the top 19 at a tournament the rest of the year. Buddy. And he, he was, and uh, he was, and he was right there at the masters too. masters and PGA right there. Yes. So he wins in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Shout out to Saudi Arabia. Uh, and Sergio wins. Is that Sergio? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> you and Bryson like propping up their government. Um, he wins Mexico, T2 at the Masters, second at the PGA, and then just just nothing. And then he finishes last at the Tour Championship. I don't know. Bad. Very strange. Bad. I, I, I feel like I feel like I went from trusting him just the most at some of these event, at all of these events to like I don't know what I'm getting right now. Agree. And that has been Stock Up, Stock Down, brought to you by TD Ameritrade. Uh, Coming up later this week, we're going to have our recap of the Tour Championship with Mark Immelman. He was on the scene at Eastlake. Also, Kyle and I will be back as we hand out some superlatives for the 2019 season. Kyle, does that sound good to you? Sounds good, Chip. Follow him on Twitter at KylePorterCBS. Follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Kyle, thank you very much. Thanks, Chip. Thanks, Chip.